0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. And it's the turn of Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Time for our Christian Perspective on the News. A very good morning to you, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. You know, many times people read about different scandals in the press and so on, and when you are on the street discussing uh, the gospel and sharing the gospel with people, many times people will respond saying, I could never become a Christian. Look at all the hypocrites in the church. Look at the scandals of these televangelists and the health and wealth preachers and the name it, claim it, and frame it, hyper-faith prosperity preachers, two-faced fools, and comment, I don't want to be part of hypocrisy. And we've come across those kind of reactions to to some high-profile shocking cases. Mm. But we need to remember, God is far more offended by hypocrisy than we could possibly be. The Bible contains the greatest condemnations of hypocrisy ever recorded. The Apostle Paul wrote about false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ, and no wonder. For Satan himself also transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. That's in 2 Corinthians 11. Paul also wrote of false brethren, secretly brought in, in Galatians 2 verse 4. The apostle Peter taught that we are to lay aside all malice all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. The writer of the book of Hebrews exhorts us to draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. And our Lord Jesus Christ exposed and condemned hypocrisy most famously in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6 and 7, and also Matthew 23 records Mm. our Lord's devastating condemnation of hypocrisy. All their works they do to be seen by men. Woe to you, hypocrites. For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Hypocrites. For you devour widows' houses. Hypocrites. You make your converts twice as much the son of hell as you yourselves are. Woe to you, blind guides, fools and blind. Blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel full of extortion and self-indulgence. Woe to you, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness, serpents, brood of vipers. How can you escape the condemnation of hell? There is just a few of what our Lord said in Matthew 23 which the whole chapter is dedicated to attacking the scribes and the Pharisees, religious leaders who were hypocrites. God clearly demands honesty and sincerity. I yes must be yes, and I no must be no. Hypocrisy is consistently condemned throughout the Scriptures. Now, we should also point out to people who are outraged about hypocrites in the Church that there are many hypocrites and charlatans in the medical profession who violate the Hippocratic Oath to never give an abortive fasten to a pregnant woman nor to do anything to harm a patient. There are innumerable scandals of organ harvesting from prisoners in China, many of whom are Christians, who are, you can fly to China and for a certain amount of money, just get whatever organ you want uh, transplanted, whether it's kidneys, livers, hearts, and they just whip them out of unwilling members of their concentration camps, who are not sewn up uh, afterwards, they're not willing donors, and there is that kind of organ harvesting. The Bible speaks of a woman who had suffered many things from many physicians, mm. but her condition was worse than it was at the beginning, Mark 5:26. However, most people do not allow the presence of tens of thousands of hypocrites in the medical profession to stop them from going to trusted doctors and dentists when ill. There's many counterfeit banknotes. Uh, there's these 200-rand mm. notes that were fraud. Uh, we had a spate of them at one time. Uh, remember, especially in 2010, nobody wanted to accept the 200-van banknote because uh, there were so many of the counterfeits out there. Yeah. But that doesn't stop any of us from using or accepting genuine notes. And we've heard of reports of hamburgers that have been infected by, amongst other things, the E. coli virus. But people still want real burgers. The church is not perfect, but Jesus Christ is perfect. Jesus Christ is probably the only person. that He promised. He perfectly lived up to God's standards of righteousness. You can point out many failings, even frauds, in the established, visible church. However, nobody could ever point out any fraud or failure in our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're not preaching a church or a denomination. We're preaching Christ, or we should be. And we're not calling people to ourselves. We're calling people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. He is the Savior. He's the way, the truth, and life. And so... When people bring up hypocrisy in the church, as they call it, it's used as an excuse for not repenting of our sins or surrendering our lives to Christ, because by pointing out the sins of others, we try to justify our own sins. But it needs to be pointed out that not everyone who attends church services is a true Christian. Not everyone who stands behind the pulpit or leads the church is a true Christian. Many have no saving knowledge of Christ. The true church of Christ consists of born-again believers generated by God's Holy Spirit, by definition, a Christian has to admit that he is a sinner and he is not good enough for heaven. By virtue of being a Christian, you have to acknowledge your sinfulness and your depravity that we deserve the wrath of God in hell. The Christian church requires a public acknowledgement of sin as a condition for membership. The very ordinances of the church make this clear. Baptism is for the forgiveness of sins, symbolizing burial and resurrection. The Lord's Supper reinforces this, emphasizing that we are sinners, needing God's mercy and salvation by blood atonement. The Lord's Prayer includes the petition to forgive us our sins. The Apostles' Creed includes the forgiveness of sins. The regular reading of the Ten Commandments in our churches reminds us of God's standards and how we failed. The general supplication and other aspects of Church liturgy through the centuries emphasizes public acknowledgement of sin and pleas for God's mercy. The church has never claimed to be a fellowship of perfect people. Now, that would be hypocritical. The church is a fellowship of sinners who acknowledge their complete dependence upon the mercy, the undeserved favor of Almighty God to forgive and to transform us. That is what grace means God's undeserved favor. The Apostle Paul claimed, I am the worst of sinners. Authentic Christians claim to be so bad that they deserve to be sentenced to hell forever. John Newton's popular amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. And that's why Todd Friel's radio and TV pro- ministry is entitled Wretched. That may be a good thing that there are hypocrites in church. When, when people say, why are there hypocrites in church? we can say, well, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe they will hear the gospel, repent of their hypocrisy, and be saved. We don't criticize hospitals for being full of sick people. That's exactly what hospitals are built for, sick people. And nowhere will you find more consistent condemnation of hypocrisy than the Bible. No one condemned hypocrisy more effectively than Jesus Christ, and no one lived a more sincere and righteous life than our Lord Jesus Christ. And here's the one we are seeking to lift up to people when we are evangelizing. Therefore, it is not logical to use the existence of hypocrites in the church as an excuse to reject Jesus Christ because no one could have ever accused Jesus Christ of being a hypocrite. So if you allow a hypocrite to come between you and God, then the hypocrite is closer to God than you are. And if you boycott church because you hate hypocrisy, then you could end up spending an eternity in hell with all the hypocrites. And we need to remember that even amongst the Original twelve disciples, there was a Judas, the apostle that became an apostate, yeah. the ultimate hypocrite and traitor. But this has not stopped millions of Christians throughout the ages from finding grace and forgiveness and peace at the foot of the cross. And so, if you've been let down or betrayed by a professing Christian, don't let that come between you and God. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. Many people despise and reject what they think is Christianity, but they merely reject in many cases, hypocritical churchianity that our Lord Jesus himself rejected and condemned. So don't let the counterfeit and the false keep you away from the genuine and the real. This is the message we should be sharing every day. You are so powerful this morning. Thank you, Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Have a great Friday, and enjoy your weekend, Dr. Hammond.